watching Prohibition fall down. All right, Wake and Bake, America. Looks like we're both rocking some Lebowski, huh? You got the uh, Urban Achievers there. Yeah, man. When I was on probation, this is how I served my community service right here. Mm-hmm. I've been I'm on going probation in probably going. 20 years, man. Did good since since my 20s, I would say. Going with calmer than you are. Calmer than you are, okay? Ah, nice. I dig. I don't know if that's always the case with you. Maybe most people calmer than. You're a fairly calm person. Me? <laughs> you might think so, dude. All right? You might think so. Until the you duality, see the edits, guys. The duality of life, man. The duality of life. You know, you're real <laughs> mellow. You're real up. You're real down. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, today's show, guys, give you a rundown here. We're going to talk about, uh, I ate a healthy, uh, I called a healthy gram of mushroom stem and sat around the fire, amongst other things, with deep thoughts. Is a stem on shrooms, stem is stronger than the cap? Is there any, or, or no? I don't know, <laughs> but you've obviously proved that the stems work just fine. <laughs> yes, they do work just fine. We'll get into it, hanging with some neighbors, good times, uh, talking with the trees in a great way, as well as in the news, we got the world's highest producing indoor farm. No, it's not cannabis, but it's very cool. It uh, Aurora Cannabis and Cannabis Big Business, Aurora Cannabis plans more layoffs, facility closure amid industry turmoil. Oh, that's weird, man. Paying $50 million for a license and doing uh, huge facilities under lights with huge electric bills didn't work out. That's weird. And how a cannabis pill is made. Um, so I actually, this was pretty interesting. I thought I was going to hate on it being a cannabis pill, but I'm, I'm giving this one a thumbs up. We'll see. Okay. All right. Did you forget your pills, dude? <laughs> Shit, I didn't take. My vitamins are liquids, but I do, or I got two liquid vitamins, but then I take, uh, pills. Vitamin D is a gel, a gel pill, I guess I'd call it. Hey, yeah. Okay. okay. You got enough sun there. You're all right. I got to take some vitamin D supplementation up here. All right. Jeez, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you missed and the my, sunshine. And my non-psychedelic uh, mushroom capsules, the Essential 7 blend, as well as a separate turkey tail specific. So, yes, I didn't take those yet today. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, interesting. You know, when I get bored, I just turn on the old Paul Stamets when he's on Joe Rogan and just listen to those and learn all about fungi. Those things are awesome. Oh, 100%. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit. Yes. All right, before we get into the show, dogrows.com forward slash support. We just hooked up the 300 R spec to, I believe it was Osimo 4000. Yes. <laughs> Man, I saw South Park yesterday. It was on, and the dumbest fucking commercials were on in the middle of it, where I was just like, oh, no. Who's watching <laughs> South Park now? <laughs> yeah. You think when no- do you watch commercials? Isn't that an option now? I was just, it was on in the background. My wife was cool enough for Father's Day to put a bunch of South Parks on in the background. <laughs> Nice. All right. Dudegrows.com forward slash support is what I was talking about. We're going to be hooking up an HLG 550 V2R spec. This next giveaway, guys, up in it. Uh, the HLG 550 is the replacement for a 1,000 watt single ended HID bulb covering a 5x5 area. Check it out over at Holder Culture Lighting Group. I will make the post here. You can go over to dudegrows.com forward slash support if you haven't already joined up on Patreon. Comment on the post. Guys, the comments can be anything from Hi, how you doing? To some people are pouring their heart out, which I appreciate, but everybody has an equal chance to win. Just go over there and drop a line. 
uh, and you're entered in this giveaway, I'll choose the best comment per Patreon rules, that is, uh, and hook you up, man. Free seeds from Seeds Here Now for new members, still going strong, um, as well as Scotty's giving a 30% off Real Growers Recharge. All that information is in a newsletter that's sent out the first week of every month for you guys. If you're just joining up now and you don't know, newsletter goes out the first week. We'll hook you up. Yeah. Love it. Comment, like, subscribe on YouTube. Just go over to DGC or dudegrowth.com slash pros. Support the folks that support us. They are vetted by all of us. How you like that new word? Yes, I, think, I do. Huh? I learned it from the news. Go learn from the site, too, dogrows.com. Use the search bar. Go over there and check out what we've been doing here for, I always say almost six years, but I feel like I've been saying almost six years for a year. So I think six years. When do we start, Scotty? I don't know, sir. I don't know. We don't have an established date. We're going to have to check when episode one or two, I guess, was aired. You weren't on board until episode two. That's right. That's right. But we're on episode 1050 now, guys. Thanks Thanks to the DGC supporting... Uh, couldn't do it without you guys, and this is the way we like to have the show built. Listening through the show today, you're just going to hear a bunch of good talk, so get ready, get high, and uh, sit back. So let's do us some dang nugs. You ready, Scotty? I am. I was thinking about our conversation way it was six years ago. I said, I'm going to start a podcast. And then dude said, I'm going to start a podcast. And it was like the Reese's Peanut Butters commercial, you know what I mean, where start a podcast together, man. Are you sure? You're trying to say it was your idea first or my idea first? You know, I just made it up whose idea it was first. I (laughs) thought of it first, but I didn't say anything, okay? Mm -hmm. Until you said something. All right, guys. This is Dank Nug, take three. If you're watching the video show, we care about quality. We Ah. just had a deuce. Sometimes those edits, people ask just just about, you know, the video, something behind going on with wires for this side to unconnect, reconnect a camera. But this is the third time I'm keeping it cool on the dank nut. Take three. <laughs> yeah, people want to see the outtakes. You wouldn't want to see that outtake. It's just sitting around smoking bunkets for 14 minutes. All right, great diamonds grow by... out. <laughs> Sorry, Guru. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> This is uh, Grape Diamonds grown by Deep Space Farms. Dank Nugs are over at DudeGrows.com under Whoa. the latest. Wow. Yeah, this is a good-looking nug. Is, hey, guys, I've been a listener of the show for about a year now and love the community. I've brought everyone. Thank you. Thank you for becoming part of the community. Absolutely. Uh, here are my Dank Nugs on my first successful harvest. Bullshit, this is- man. Oh, my God. Hit the ground <laughs> running. This is Grape Diamonds bred by Ethos Genetics. They were grown in Cocoa Core using a mix of GH Flora series with some GH and Botanicare supplements. I look forward to listening to your show every day at the Hydro Store during our slow hours. Thank you for helping this Missouri grower have an awesome harvest. Hell yeah, dude. Shout out to where you work, man. Get in touch here. We love the Hydro Stores. That's a soft space in my heart as I worked in one myself for about six years. Actually, a few different ones, about six years of my life. And, uh, dude, for your first harvest, this is fabulously frosty. Look at these beautiful. I got to tell you, a good comment from Sunny and Bechtopia says, congratulations. That's the perfect name for that strain. I'd smoke it. Now don't fuck it up drying and curing it. That's really important (laughs) after all the work you did. Keep it up, homeboy. (laughs) It's true, though, man. You do have drying and curing is really where your flavor comes out. So. If you ain't carrying recharge at that store, you better get in touch with Scotty over here. All right. Hey, hey, something tells me he is. He's been listening for a year. He knows his stuff. All right. What are you guys token on today for the yes. show? Yes. You know what? I have some grape cake here, which is absolutely beautiful, but I haven't toked on it yet. Oh, let me put it down. I don't want to screw up the bud cam, but that is gorgeous, right. huh? 
to smoke uh, a joint this show or no? You know, I think I'm just going to take the bong hits. I've been learning how to take bong hits. I've been relearning, dude. So, yeah, I think I'm going to hang out and take some bong hits, see if I can't change, change my ways. But I tell you what, I was hanging out earlier. Bruce Banner was here. We're actually working, like real work stuff. And I don't think that's really considered work either. I think, what, were we just picking videos today, Guru? We were, yeah, we were picking cool videos for the new website. <laughs> but anyway, he always brings over a little jar, and it's a Chem 91. So I smoked it, just one hit of it, and I got high as fuck. I go, so, man, hell, I'm going to smoke this on the show. How would you describe it? And he goes, strong. <laughs> that was his description, man. <laughs> yes, yes, picking videos for the new Recharge website, one of which was a guy holding two watering cans, air humping the air while watering them out. Hey, so I You'd be surprised. That one. that one actually is like in the final running. So. <laughs> All right. I'll be All surprised. Right. I, that gets my vote. I am token on very undude like. I've been using my DGC lighter here. Thanks, Turk Term again. Um, you know, the hemp, the hemp filament 3D printed lighter case that usually has the line on it. Oh, I haven't been using wick. my. What's that? No, the hemp wick, man. You're out of, you're out of hemp wick or what? No, I have a whole roll of this shit. I've just been lazy lately, so I've been burning, using the lighter, which I've still, even, you know, some different peeps recently have been like, the butane, man, taken away from the flower, taken away from the flavor profile, right. there, buddy. Uh, but I want to go back, too. I don't know how we can do this. So I, I mean, back in the day, every once in a while, I'd use the volcano bag on the show until oh, Scotty yeah. banned it. Well, it was a little the, crinkly. Uh, crinkling. It was a little crinkly, yes. Volcanoes so are awesome. awesome. I can bring it back if I just mute myself while I toke on it. Is that allowed or what? We've been that asking is... for cough buttons, man. But the last time I heard, they were like $3,600 each. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Every time I ask a for one, they're more expensive. So I just curse my coughing. The bong hits add authenticity. I don't know about the crinkling. It's really it's really hard to find a cough button. That's not going to screw up. It doesn't thump. Like yeah. Where, yeah. You, where you hear the loud sound from. We'll inside. work on it because the thing is smooth, man. The thing is smooth. I had some just the other night. Cooled it off. The cool volcano bag. Right. You make a little room in the freezer for about 10 minutes. Put your shit back in there if there's not enough room and enjoy. It's so good. <laughs> you know, I'm always rem- – I just think back. I've got a buddy, a super smart guy. Works one of these major tech companies now. The major tech company. But uh, <laughs> but he was uh, – He's a huge Volcano fan. As a matter of fact, I met this guy. He was working at a computer store, and I was trying to get people to fix my computer. And everyone would come over. They'd be like, oh, you smoke weed. And I'd smoke a Volcano bag with them. And they'd just be like, nah, I don't even know how I'm going to get home. I'm not fucking with your computer right now. Are you crazy? And this dude came over, blasted like two or three bags, and completely rebuilt my computer. And so it was awesome. But he's been a Volcano fan ever since. And a long-winded point, he called up stores in Bickle, and they got some kind of deal going on. You can still get a volcano. I think it was under five bills, which I don't know how that seems like a deal, but they do last for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they last for a very long time. It's the German ingenuity, the German-made quality, Scotty. Yes, okay. yes sir. They, they are proud. super high. I remember being like, I must have had a hell of a good harvest because I'm like, all right, I'm about to pay $550 for you know smoking device. <laughs> you know, but I'll be damned. They have a great reputation because they really are awesome. You don't remember my old site? 
I don't know. You don't think you were in on that deal? Were you in on that deal too? Some of the earlier shows, discountvolcano.com. There you go. We were slinging them for 420 until uh, they caught wind of it and said, you guys can't sell volcanoes for that cheap. We have a, you know, what do you call it? The MSRP that you can't go only so far below or they get pissed at you? Yeah, minimum advertised price or whatever. Do you do you remember at the High Times Cannabis Cup? Uh, actually, Scott, I think that's where you got your plenty from, from the guys that just had. They literally had a like tow along cart. Oh, they did. <laughs> full of volcanoes that they were selling at the High Times yeah. Cannabis Cup. Yeah, I had to explain to my kid what the free market was today. You didn't make. I think it was the first High Times Cannabis Cup. Maybe there was only two in Denver before it got banned. It was the most free flowing, like oh, wild yeah. marketplace of shit going down. Yes, it was. There. Yeah, merchandise smart. That one dude was selling. Uh, he made the news. He was selling some type of nugs. I think coated with something. I don't know. But he made like six figures there. It's like, dude, <laughs> moon anyway. rocks, dude, moon I rocks. Think- <laughs> Wait, or the search for the cookie man that had the Gorilla Glue number four clones all over the place that was at the BioBiz tent? Anybody? (laughs) Oh, shit, man. That was awesome. I thought it was Cookie Main for a while. It was Cookie Cookie Main. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're too much reminiscing, man. What do we got? What do we got? You got comments, Scotty. What'd you find? You know what? I thought these were pretty good comments. I usually just do one, but I did a few today, man. First, why don't you take the first one, dude? Yeah, okay. You just like to have fun with the pronunciation here. Hey, this on. is from Brian Priz. Wait. There's a B Priz- in there. Yeah, blouse. You do it. I can't do it. Brian Przlimski says, and I'm not trying <laughs> okay. to make fun. Okay. It is a, <clears throat> I'm sure there's something in that name. I just don't know how to pronounce it. But he's complimenting Guru. He says, the cameras are crispy, man. Nice, Guru. I like that. He talks the talk. Those cameras are crispy, bro. No special effects on us either. I really look this good. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah. You, you, go ahead. Oh, I just got Harold of the Rocks. Okay, this this made me laugh. He said he gave some weed to some strangers yesterday, which is cool. I, they asked homegrown, and I said my brother Trip grew it. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I'm gonna have to be on that one sometimes, man. But this is cool. He said my wife got me a DGC Just Grow T-shirt and DGC mug for Father's Day. That made me the happiest dad ever. Yeah. Nice. Very that's First a cool ass Father's wife. Day. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, by the way. That is awesome. It was my 15th Father's Day, and what a joy. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, I do want to yeah. say something, man. Um I uh, we have the Just Grow T-shirts. Me and and Paul from Karma Dog made some uh, merch a couple months ago or whatever a year ago. I've been trying to come up with a real growers T-shirt for the last year or so, and I came up with one. And look, I'll show it to you. I need y'all's help on this. I'm not the most I don't know. I'm not not the most informed person with the news and all that stuff, but. I like this shirt, man. It's a Free Markets Matter shirt. It says, real growers know on the front. It says, Free Markets Matter. And I was really proud of it. And I showed it to my wife. And she goes, I don't think you can put that out. I just didn't even put it all together, man. But uh, I don't know. I I was happy with this shirt. Is it inappropriate to put out? Do I have to wait? It is not inappropriate to put out. No. Okay. It's, It's good to go. Free markets do matter. Scotty, I, t- I tell you what, know that. I will ask y'all's opinion, the DGC or our friends there you go. of mine, I'll we'll ask give everybody's it. opinion. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, hey, I do want to shout out to Stabby McStabwood. I was reading the comments. Dude and I talk all the time. And I'm like, man, there's so many good comments. There's so many good memes. It's really hard to get to. We just don't get to all of them. So Stabby's been commenting and just says some real intelligent things to say. Just a, a cool perspective. And it's cool. It takes a lot of balls to come and uh, say your perspective. You know, it really does to say it out there in front of everybody to be um just, just to be criticized for it, you know? So uh, I respect you, Stabby. I think it takes a yeah, lot. Yeah, you're to trying to that. take everything. And it's much, it it can be harder to, to, to be accepting. And as we talk and listen to each other, have agreements and disagreements because a lot of communication is done not in person these days. And that's when you have the most, you know, signaling cues to, to handle good conversation. But that in is the same cool. respect, oh. in the same respect, he took his time to write something eloquently out. You know, he's, it was the way he thought. And it was just a real good conversation starter. And like in a time where most people are like, ah, I don't even want to go there. Don't want to get in an argument. Don't want to go there. It was just yeah, interesting. Yeah. I thought I thought it was really cool. And uh, by the way, there's one last question and that or one last comment rather is Dan Lapine, who says, I feel as though I've never seen the dude stoned. And I just said that as you're smoking a bowl, but <laughs> you seem pretty in control. I think you could talk to a cop right now. Um, I don't know. We could define what stoned is. I, I mean, I'd probably <laughs> ask you to do a field sobriety test right now if I was staring at you just by the way. You're glass. I mean, if I... If I get as stoned as Scotty sometimes, you know, the show might take a whole different direction. I got to keep this train kind of somewhat running, running through the format. So we get to a point of beginning, end, and middle and have a good time doing it. But I'm definitely elevated. You know, I look forward to, as Scotty tells me all the time, every day getting to be able to sit down, smoke some great weed and have good conversation. I mean, it would be happening anyway to a certain degree. But um, I, I hear you, Dan. I'll try a little harder for you there. See how stoned I can get. It was just a uh, joke. It was just just busting your balls, dude. You got to take care of business. You're the TCOB guy around here. Geez. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, All right. Let's get into what's going on. What's up? I was just going to say, if we're going to talk about dude being stoned, I think we might be able to convince you. He's, he's not a straight edge square. <laughs> All right. And what's going on? Yes, sir. I got you, brother. <clears throat> no, I told you I, I got ate. you. And then I coughed. I ate uh, a little bit of mushrooms. Like I said, a healthy gram, you know, hanging out with some friends, uh, sitting around the fire. And interesting enough, I was thinking about that because when you sit around the fire, you think about stuff. What brings you to fire, Scotty? I was like, this is and my thought was this has got to be like almost genetic. Like how long have oh, our ancestors yeah been sitting around fires. And I got a little a little blurb here I want to read. It says, it turns out our enjoyment from fire comes from human evolution. Studies from Christopher Lynn, which is a PhD, University of Alabama, suggest that our love for sitting around the fire is evolutionary. Stone Age humans relied on fire for light, protection, heat, cooking, hunting, and also social cohesion. Yeah. As the campfire brought relaxation and enhanced pro-social behavior, Scotty. Pro-social, not negative. Yeah, so everybody get a fire going. I mean, it makes it, but it makes total sense. I mean, first off, yeah, I'm sure you got cold. You know, that's one thing I think about when I'm like, ah, man, would I rather live in Florida or Colorado? And I'm like, you know what? It's a lot easier to warm yourself up with a fire in Colorado than it is to try to cool yourself down in Florida. And so, yeah, I think fire is just primal where you light one and it keeps you, you know, for most of the of the world. 
actually for all the world, it does something. So you got to cook your meat well, on it. Hey, did you know, just real quick, that when they started cooking meat, um, it, your body was able to digest it a lot more and get a lot more nutrient out of it? And actually, they say that it, it may have helped uh, develop our brains once we actually figured out to put meat on the fire. Interesting. No, I did not know that. Yeah, man. I think I got that from the internet or television or something. Fire the human evolution has the higher protein levels too. I think had a go. lot a lot to do with the rapid expansion <clears throat> of the brain size in early pre hominids. Yeah, you see I question mm. anything unless Guru immediately agrees with me. <laughs> Fire usually has purpose, you know, and in, in the lyric of one of my favorite artists, Xavier Rudd, the only insect repellent I need is smoke. So all around here, man, if you're sitting out at night, insects going to be, I mean, the uh, mosquitoes mainly going to be up on you, but they stay away from the fire. They don't dig. Hell yeah. To quote one of my favorite what? artists, Bruce Springsteen, fire. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, That's the lyric. We were just chilling out, you know, sitting around the fire, having laughs every once in a while. Um, somebody would say some shit or you would just laugh until you get that, like, cry. Like, you know, um, you know, just talking with Guru, you know, uh, not just mushrooms. LSD is one of those that can get you laughing so hard that you're just your your cheeks are hurting. Yeah, it sounds uh, like you and me had a had a very similar weekend. <laughs> it's when you're but, laughing so hard, you just say to your 15 year old, I'm just going to go. OK, I'm just going to go. You can't. Around here, you know, when in in my neighborhood, you know, so we're sitting there and we're looking at, we're like, we're in the forest. I'm looking, I'm seeing bats just ooh, the time of night when the bats come out, just turboing. They're so cool to watch Dude, how they don't fly. Don't eat the bats, bro. Do not eat the bats. Yes, a big old owl landed in the woods like a hundred feet from us that was hunting out uh, birds and whatnot. So just very, very natural and soothing. A great environment. That is awesome, man. Stuff. That is amazing. You see owls. Yeah, definitely. There are there are plenty of owls. It's always like you're in a uh, a little bird sanctuary when you're walking around. But are they freaked out a little? I'm so sorry. I just got to ask about the owls. Are they freaked out? They don't fucking. They just chill. Uh, one owl I saw when I was coming back on a trail. I stopped to pick a couple berries, salmon berries. They call. I turned right. around. An owl was in a tree, twenty feet from me, looking at me. I thought it was going to be like the owl. Isn't there an owl that talks about lollipops? What's that? There owl's is, name? man. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't remember. Tootsie so Pop. I, I got an I, the owl sat there and watched me long enough for me to take out my phone and take a picture of it because whatever, I'll take a picture of wildlife, but very cool. So, but I do go deep, okay? So, for, you know, Dan was saying earlier in the YouTube comments, you know, I've never seen dude hide, but why don't we play a little audio of my deep thoughts that evening here? Like the GGC might have a laugh at this. I it, think this it, is awesome. Hit these two up, Guru. All right, another point. Yes, we got to focus through these. Um, the trees are great. You say, well, well, but we can appreciate them, but they can't talk. They're talking to us. They're talking to us through fungi. I'm again done with having some shrooms i'm just evaluating but they're talking to us they push fungi out onto the ground literally it's not just the trees doing it fungi come from other things but it's a mutual relationship that like you eat the fungi and they start to understand and you start to understand I'm just learning more as i go not deep as a tree in front of me dances on and off.
one more time. <clears throat> Living amongst these trees, the breathing, the wind, the airflow. Man, it, it, it's deep. Big trees. Trees have been here a long. Like these trees. I'm talking about trees. Older than two lifetimes for me. Um, a lot of people don't get that. I'm not trying to brag, but so beautiful. Earth to dude, are you back, man? Are you back? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually well, was, pretty awesome. While I was making those audio clips, I was standing in my front my front porch, and again, like it's not like stuff around me was just going crazy. And this, but this tree, when it would blow in the wind, it started to look like a, like a like a molecule or. a virus thing it was just crazy but the trees is where it's at because sitting around the campfire i'm not like my friend's faces aren't melting off i'm I'm pretty clear i have pretty good clarity right i can feel that my shroom buzz is on but then when i went into the woods to throw a piss then it's like all the the leaves and all the trees were like just breathing in and out gently and then i looked at these two trees i could see like a stand of trees right and i could see like the inner bark like or they call what do they call the um, the heartwood? Like in a tree, you have it's mainly heartwood, right? A lot of heartwood to support sure. that structure, and then the living part around it is phylum, phloem. How do you pronounce it, Guru? Uh, the xylem or the phloem? Xylem and phloem are how it moves food and nutrients around. Cambria yes. is what you're thinking of the middle part. So those two different things, I could see the heartwood like kind of as a kind of as just like a lighter shade color inside the tree with the xylem and the phloem like wrapped around it and i could see both levels of the density through the tree it was like so in it it? like with like through your with your vision man and i'm not making with fun, my vision man and there's two cool. different lighter shades of like a gray and white and i was like what is going on here like are the trees it's like dude the trees provide they have a relationship with fungi right they, they need talk Michael, to each my- other, man. They totally do. Yes, and they they all have relationships with fungi. Even what's the truffle? What's the the one the truffle grows under one specific tree, Guru? You remember that? Oh uh, yeah, it's oaks and, and hazelnuts. Yeah, and it turns out the oaks and the hazelnuts. What they think is that they 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 get these truffles, these delicious truffles, and they get the pigs to eat them. So it, again, it spreads their seeds all over the place, and it spreads that fungus all over the place, so they can communicate. But uh, psilocybin mushrooms typically are some forms grow, not all of them, but some of them grow like on cow shit, right? That's like the... That's the easy, yeah. (laughs) Why do you think think most cow farmers are actually kind of cool? I don't know. I haven't met some. (laughs) It's just extremely interesting to me that having the fungi from nature enables, I would believe, the trees to be able to communicate with you. Not like the trees are there talking to me, but they're showing me things. I'm not tripping at all. If I was standing in like a quickie mart or if I was at a stoplight or whatever, you know, I wouldn't be seeing these things the same. You go into the woods and it's like the nature, it starts to try to communicate with you in a different way. And I was telling you, I think the other night, Scotty, like everybody, I mean, there should be more 
more going on. Everybody should try and understand this connection through, you know, fungi, like lightly tripping, heavy, whatever you want to do. And you're like, yeah, but then nobody would go to work, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the sad problem too, man. There's not enough woods. There's 330 million people in this country. There's not enough woods for everyone to be natural. I remember, I think I was 14 years old and I went to the Everglades with a friend for the first time. And I was like, whoa, Florida has woods? This is cool. You know, but I just, I, I remember when I first go in like a natural area, you know, some big, this place called River Ranch in Central Florida. It's like this lawless nation of like quads and whatever. The first time <laughs> I went up there, I was like, wow, this is amazing. There's, and I was like, nature, this is really cool. I haven't seen this. Not as a, yeah. probably not in years and years and probably like going to a park. So yeah, yeah, there's a huge disconnection with nature. And guess what? It's so we all get up and fucking go to work, man. I won't uh, fully disagree with that, but take note, guys. And this also brought me to the point. I asked you, Scotty, the the neighbor hosting some friends over. He always offers a few shrooms if you want. If you don't, no worries. His wife doesn't at all, which I was like, "Hmm, she's sitting here with five other six other people that all are kind of shrooming or shrooming more heavily than others. And uh, he'll come back around. (laughs) He'll come back around with the bowl and be like, "Here, another, another cap, another stem." I'm like. Man, you're you're hitting those up, and you're just sitting here. You're still able to completely have a normal conversation with me. Is, is there a tolerance that can be developed with like a psychedelic mushrooms? You think there are tolerances to psychedelics? I'm going back to college, and I knew like this guy that ate a tab every day, and he wasn't normal. He ended up going to jail by day thirty, but um, he was uh, you know, he was coherent. Um, I think with psychedelics, you can, I don't think it's a tolerance to it affecting you. I think it's a tolerance of how you handle it. Affecting yeah. You, where you can definitely, if someone's tripped a lot, they're able to like take some mushrooms and go out to a bar and have a good time. Right. Or take them in, in more, a wider range of settings than other people where they're going to be really sensitive to what's going on. So they need to be in a more controlled environment. Um, like the woods or something like that. Yeah. Have you ever eaten them and then forgotten you did? I've been like, I was out hiking like maybe a month or two ago and I'm like, wait, well, what do I feel a little, what's going on? And you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I had a little bit of mushrooms a little bit ago. That or I've had a friend wake up from being like blackout drunk and had eaten and ate the mushrooms while he was drunk and then woke up still tripping but wasn't drunk anymore. So... Jeez. Jeez. I don't know a lot about that move. But anyway, guys, take advantage if you can. Be careful. They're being decriminalized in a lot of states, a lot of areas. There's a big movement behind them. We've talked about it on the show. There's hundreds of uses, uh, you know, PTSD to partying to just trying to like for me, my main thing is connecting with nature. It's so such a good time. Uh, but yeah, that's my thumbs up mushroom story. Yeah, I, I call it, I don't know, I don't really call it partying because I'll eat, and man, I'm not sure about eating one cap and then another cap. I'll eat like four caps and then go out into nature, you know, whatever, quarter size ones or silver dollar size ones or whatever, and then go out into nature and really like bond and experience it. And yeah, talk to the trees and talk to the clouds and they tell me to do things now, dude. Have you ever hugged a rock, bro? Um, no, <laughs> no, I'm not a big hugger out there. Okay. I'm a big like stare and go, what does it mean? I've hugged a rock. Not going to lie. Probably tripping, <laughs> tripping on mushrooms before. So 
Well, in the nature here, not like in all areas, speaking of South Florida, Scotty, the uh, nature where I live is very friendly. You can fall down into the forest floor, which is going to be comfortable because it's full of moss and shit. I've laid there before. Sure. You can just get wander off into the woods in the middle of the night. I mean, there's some bigger mammals, but they're not really wanting to mess with you. Uh, no poisonous snakes, not really many poisonous spiders, not, not much that's going to hurt you. Not many ivies, if any, to my knowledge, where you do that in the wrong place, like in Florida or Missouri, where I lived. You're coming out with ticks, poison ivy, poison oak, maybe a copperhead bite, water moccasin, yeah. alligators. <laughs> yeah, so, necrosis, anyway. necrosis from brown recluse spiders. I mean, it's dangerous down in Florida, man. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want the night shroom in the, and then stumble upon the friendly uh, alligator. But anyway, that's what I got. That's what I got for my what's going on. I uh, hope you guys have the opportunity to get out in nature, shrooming or not. Yes, I think I've told De-stressor. you this before, but uh, there was a kid back in high school that jumped on top of an alligator for a dare. And um, he's now my Facebook friend as of last week. <laughs> I'll have to catch up mm. with him. I want to party with that guy. Are you taking us out with your portion here of a cool, cool quote you found? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Here, take this, man. This was something where it says, ready? Hang on. I'm out of position here, but it says we've become tools of our tools. And I was thinking about how that's a cool one, man. I don't know. Should I explain it or just let you think about it? man? I'm Tools trying. Are, Give me an example. It, break like, it down. Like the like, I'll go with the media. Okay, that the television was meant to act as a tool for communication, and now it's ruling okay. us. We're tools for it now. You know, it controls us. We're working. We're tools of of the media. That's the one I came up with when I saw it. Actually, it was from. I can't. Before. That's all good. I'm gonna have to dwell on it for a bit. Good. Dwell on that. We're yep. tools of our tools. Of our, yes. Uh, <clears throat> We've become tools of our tools, dude. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Before the news, we've got some news coming up, guys. I'm going to tell you about the door prize is uh, this week. we got strawberry starburst, mm-hmm. non-feminized. These are iRegenetics. Uh, iRegenetics.com. Check out Ross and Jeff's whole line. Anybody can enter to win these seeds. We hook them up every week. You can go over to dudegrows.com on the homepage. Enter your email to win and then social share. What are they going like? Is it Facebook? You can like share more of the post or something like that. You got your options to share in a a few different spots. And every time you do, you get another entry, another ticket. All right. Check them out. Quality genetics every week. I do want to shout out since we're talking genetic seeds here now. uh, Guys, they've been supporting the show for a long time, helping out the DGC biggest seed bank out there. Go see what you're looking for. We've been featuring breeders. Katsu's the featured breeder this month for the DGC members, getting their deal off Katsu Seeds. Uh, anybody else can use coupon code DUDE10 across their whole, cat- their whole catalog. Uh, they are on the pros list. Scotty mentioned earlier, dudegrows.com forward slash pros is how you can check out supporting the show. Get your garden some top-notch gear as far as looking at lights, environmental monitors, nutrients. We have all types of – I hate the word sponsors, Scotty. Give me a better word. They're, they're not supporters. Sponsors. They're pros. They're professionals that are also in the DGC. That's what I, I think is very simple. They're our pros. Yeah, and we usually have – you know, we're going to work with a company. We have rules like, look, first off, you're going to have to hook up the DGC as well. I mean, look, horticultural lighting group stepping up. Yeah, first so, off, you've got to be the best in your class. That's the first. What's that? I said, <laughs> I said, first off, you have to be best in your class. I'm not going to take, gotcha. I'm not going to, I'm not going to work with folks where, that are asking me to push subpar products, man. 
I agree with that. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Let's take it to the news. I was getting a little distracted. I was trying to get my grind on here. I got to be more show prepped. But I like grinding the flour during the show. I feel it makes me more authentic. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I just I said to Guru last words before we pressed record was, man, I don't have a grinder. Folks are going to give me a hard time now. Try, don't even look try stone, comb Scotty. killer. All right. <laughs> That's because I'm, I'm old dude. The world's highest producing indoor farm. Yes. This is fucking and these guys, cool, man. This is out of vegetablegrowersnews.com. Do you subscribe? I should. I should, actually. I like this. Um, dude, this is so, just look at this picture, man. Jesus. Yeah. This is just for the video show. What would you say? I don't know. Is that a dozen, two, three, four? It's probably like 15 or 20 tiers. And it's probably microgreens or lettuce or something. You know, maybe yeah, maybe all, all greens be, because they're trying to maximize green production sure. with the lowest height. You know, they don't want to grow plants that need to grow tall. They're doing 70 in a 70,000 square foot former steel mill, right. they're producing 20 million pounds of leafy greens per year. Holy shit, man. 20 million pounds. I guess that doesn't have to dry, though. I'm trying to think of how much weed you can make there. But drying and curing. What? As we see as cannabis growers, one thing that's made this possible for them, which has been awesome, is advancements in technology, especially indoor growing technology. What's the first thing that comes to mind? LED huh? Scotty, what do you got? Lights. Yep, LED. It says vertical farming comes only as a result of pulling together a wide variety of disciplines and emerging technologies such as LED lighting. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do that with HPS lights, brother. 20 years like that. And by the way, I mean, we were talking about this, how it doesn't make sense for cannabis, but let's evaluate the parameters. So this is like lettuce or green. So they're what, 10 days, two weeks and they're out? Uh, yeah, it says that. Yeah. Go ahead. It, I mean, depending on if they're microgreens or not, some of them take longer to get like an actual head of lettuce. Okay. But uh, I mean, they are definitely on really quick turnarounds so comparatively to a lot of other things. So say two weeks and then you've got an eight week flowering period for cannabis. So you got four times as long of a, of a grow cycle. You really don't need to do veg. This is like that Dutch table method. As long as they're not limiting your plant count, you can do a shitload of tiny plants with no veg on tables stacked right close together. Get yourself a couple ounces or you know ounce off each plant and do that how many times a year? And especially if you're doing it with something like tissue cultures too, yep. um, where you're able to repeatedly have lots of little plants going out on, on like a huge scale. Sure. And then at that point, when you have the rack system, you're not thinking about just square footage of uh, grow, cubic, yeah. grow, but how much yield you can get from a cubic foot of everything. And then, I mean, really getting into that maximizing your yield per cubic foot is the way you're going to maximize a grow space. But I think you'll see cannabis like this in the future. Um, I think they're they're definitely already, are already tiered uh, cannabis gardens commercially. I heard it's really tough to get insurance on them so that they're just not as aggressive as this. Uh, true. Yeah, and it depends. Strain specific, I would think, for that, Scotty. You could probably, like you said, have a bigger table of a, a strain that's going to have more of a central one bud. It's going to be a lot easier on the trimmers, a lot quicker. Um, so I could see that. And, and well, but the system, this is aeroponic. The thing that is interesting, it goes so much quicker than outside. You said two weeks. It says the, the greens that take 35 to 45 days to grow in a field right. 
can be grown as quick as 12 to 16 days in these farms. Sure, Jesus. so there's your two weeks. So what I'm saying is, so if it's eight weeks and they're, they're finding some, even if it's a 55-day or there's 47-day flowering plants out there, which means you can even do it quicker. You know, what is it? You know, six, uh, seven, six, seven weeks you could do. You could flip that over a lot. Well, you do seven times a year. You could flip that over if you really knew what you're doing uh, uh, with the... Uh, Oh, shit. What the hell is it called? Tissue culture. Thank you. Dude, I did get stoned. They're very innovative here. I just wanted to, since you guys know my 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 hate, my hate to a degree of plastic or it's more single use plastic, even down to um, the, the tubes they use in the river here. How about the gloves? Going to whistle. Do you like the gloves? What's that? Do you like the gloves that everybody uses after everything they touch to stay safe? Uh, <laughs> cheers. One example. Here we go. Out of the article. Um, one example of how they're being very, very forward thinking is the media that this aeroponic, the roots go into. Um, many other growers use Rockwell. We're familiar with Rockwell. I've grown in it. Scotty, you've grown in it. It actually works pretty good on a flood and drain table. Super simple method. Um, but they developed a proprietary replacement, which is a cloth made completely from recycled water bottles. It says we simply it's a cloth we develop we have patents on it he goes we simply wash the cloth after every harvest right <laughs> we have a way to get rid of the bacteria and fungi and then we reuse it it's a very cool company i like to see this if you guys have had fresh greens they're gonna i plan on opening like five more of these facilities so the fresher the closer you can get greens to write to people obviously the better they are absolutely and you know what the dude i really do have random thoughts while brushing my teeth and you know what this morning's was it was a revisit of yesterday's show do plants really absorb antibiotics because i'm just thinking about that you know the blood meal and stuff and i'm like if they absorb antibiotics do they absorb micro particles of plastic i don't know hmm i don't just some thoughts I i have no idea you know, I guess I've, antibiotics I've, are different than, than plastic. Plastic uh, antibiotics are actually meant to go into uh, living systems. Well, I'll make a note here. We'll do some research, learn in public as we do. Yeah, yeah. Things to think about. All right. You got a news story here on big cannabis, huh? What'd you find with Aurora? This is titled Aurora Cannabis Plans Layoffs, Closing Five Facilities. Damn. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I just remember this from a long time ago. I think we were talking about Aurora Cannabis spiked. The stock came out and it spiked and everybody was like, damn, I wish I had had uh, invested in Aurora Cannabis. I don't know. You were talking about investing it, in it. I don't know if you ever did or not, but um, it's the plan that they had wasn't anywhere close. That other uh, uh, business we just showed, a high producing indoor farm, that's a profitable plan. You know, you got a ton of square foot. You're maximizing your square footage. Uh, you're producing something where you've got a lot of turnover. What we saw when they just had these giant buildings, these million square foot or 800,000 square foot buildings that had gavitas hung up on the ceiling and they were just doing one tier, you know, just one layer. It just, it, it's not, and you had a ton of employees and you had a ton of regulatory uh, expense and you had a ton of licensing. And those businesses were never going to survive because they're going against the black market. There's a free market that's been doing an absolute great job for the last 50 years. Man. Are you talking about the prevalence of illicit markets, Scotty? Prevalence. That's what they call, uh, they, they call it the prevalence of illicit market, right? It's the right word, prevalence. Yeah, no? it is. I was just busting uh, your balls. Um, uh, yes, it, yes. And, and that what, is, yes, sir. Go ahead. Everybody's been going to the black market. They're very comfortable. I'm very psyched about the, uh, the the quality of the cannabis I've been getting on the free market for a very long time. 
Are we in the fourth quarter yet? I don't know. You know business wise, like I don't no. think they have any of that going on anymore. No, it's that's, all been that's uh, September to December. <laughs> it says it also expects production uh, asset impairment charges of up to sixty million Canadian in the fourth quarter. Point okay. is, is that this is something where they got everybody excited. They call them pump and dumps, or at least that's what I've heard them to be, where they get you all pumped up and everybody buys the stock. And then all the people that have bought it for, you know, all the insiders that have bought it for very inexpensive first, they dump all their shares and then the whole thing falls apart. And that's what this looks like is happening. What's it been a two year cycle? I don't know. I like Scotty's market report on Aurora Cannabis. Stay just tuned. Be careful when you when people are you know when hey man it's like weed you know we're we're gonna invest in weed we're gonna get rich. People were thinking that a couple of years ago, and a couple of people. Did. Oh, I know you got some calls from some some maybe some old South Florida buddies or something like asking about investment in cannabis businesses for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I told him to anyway. stay away. I did. Hey, the pump and dump works out if you get in it early. Ooh. Just saying. <laughs> Picks and shovels business ain't bad either. All right. How is a cannabis pill made? How is it made, Scotty? Um, I would imagine with cannabis and like a pill thingy. This pill is press. out of Leafly. Leafly. And this is a cannabis pill that at first I like wanted to shit on it because I'm like, I like old plant. You know, I like fire on flower, if you will. Um, another shirt, maybe fire, fire on flower, flower. Yeah. To make it like a barbecue kind of thing. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and this company is taking whole flour, um, that they source from Mendocino. It's supposed to be quality flour that goes through all the tests and all that California on the up and up. Can I ask they, you something? Does the best yeah. quality flour ever get ground up into pills? <laughs> possibly, possibly. Okay. okay. <laughs> They, they, they decarb it, then so it's going to be ready to go for you, like an edible, um, and then basically put, and they say whole flour, um, not leaf material, that. So it says you can even, if you want, which doesn't make sense to me, you could smoke it, um, but it's in a gel cap, and they come in 10 milligram THC or 10 milligram indica or a hybrid, or you can get 25 milligram, you can get a 50 milligram pill. I don't know why, I bet you if you got a, It'd be a good quick edible, no? Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it except that you're eating the whole. Normally, when I eat edibles, I'm just kind of trying to extract the essential oils, so I'm not eating the whole flour. I don't know if you'd prefer that. You know, a natural guy like you might prefer that. But I'm. I'm All right, I say I like whole plant medicine, whole plant flour. Don't you think this is probably going to be a little bit of a different high? But I mean, I, no I think we should try it out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should eat- I'm not against it. I just, uh, you know, what I am used to is taking an extract or making an extract and you get that extract tested so you know exactly uh, what the percentage of THC and CBD is. And then you can divide that up by weight and have an exact dosage. Um, I don't think, I think this, I'd be surprised if they're able to pull off an exact dosage. I haven't looked at the uh, price point yet either. That's usually where I get disconnected pretty quick because anybody selling, like you said, flour products on the up and up and the taxation and regulation involved in California, you got to have your price up for shit. So um, considering what they're doing, I could easily just put a little flour in the oven for a little bit and just eat it. Try it out, right? Yes. I wonder, is this a way to, uh, can I put a capsule, a bunch of 500 capsules? Can my brother Trip do that and just uh, put them in his vitamin jar and then just... 
hop on a plane to Guam? Does that work like that? Mm. It does. It does. I'll let you know. This is get me. A, I'll give you a visualization of my bowl of granola cereal with. I'm gonna use coconut milk in there, Scotty. I'm gonna stay dairy free on that, and then I'm gonna have grind up, or not grind up, but have the little, little smaller nugs that are decarbed, spaced out on there. And I'll bet you it might even, it might even be a good pairing. I'm gonna let just you know. Get back into the the uh, business, man. You just get a pound and you bust it up into little gram capsules, man. Four hundred foot, four hundred fifty four capsules, man. What you got? Um. Okay. Moving on. Moving on the show here to laugh, Come to on. laugh at some memes. Yes, yes. You know how we do. Did you get some good ones? I have not looked at the memes yet. I, I did, actually. They make me laugh. There's so many good ones that make me laugh. And, and this one is at Where's the Recharge by Newbie Nugs. And it's just the goats. You know, I, I love the goats. And uh, it just says, I'm not eating that. Where's the recharge? And it's the, the goat <laughs> just looking at the, uh, at the grass. And I'll be damned. The reason I put that on there is because I was taking pictures of the goat yesterday. He puts it puts his head through the fence. Uh, she puts her head through the fence. We'll eat, you know, specific things that are growing on the other side of the fence. And there is a fucking foot high pot plant there, just a weed plant growing. And she just leaves it the fuck alone. When they got into my greenhouse, they ate the shit out of all the plants. Now that there's a freaking one foot tall cannabis plant growing right in front of her face, she's leaving it. And Guru, I'm starting to think what you said, man, is that she's letting it grow bigger. She knows she wants the flower from it. Yeah, that's uh, completely my theory. Is it's it's letting it flower so it can get the finished flower. It can eat yeah, the finished flower. Yeah, but your plants were flowering in the greenhouse. They took out. No, but they look delicious. <laughs> All right, you keep me updated. <laughs> anyway, hey, Lemon GF, good to see you, brother. And that's just, we were just bullshitting about all the microbes in your shower head and all that. And uh, it says Microbes in the Showers by Lemon GF. And it's the electric shower. Bye bye, <laughs> microbes. And I've talked to some interesting people that uh, have some interesting ideas about electricity. As a matter of fact, Mr. Split, shout out to you, man. He was uh, telling me he had some ideas about uh, electrifying the water with different, uh, I don't know, it was pretty interesting with the charge and all that. But um, I wouldn't electrify your shower. Just wouldn't recommend that you do it. This is a good image. It looks like somebody literally has this, like their 120 going into the, sh- the shower head here. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty rough looking shower head. Too. That is, but it's killing the microbes. And isn't that what we want these days, man? Isn't that the most important thing, whether it's a little, little shocking or what? Hey, and, and I will say, you can tell I'm a little bitter. And here you go, man. Sherlock, you said it all here, man. If 2020 was a nug jar... Mm, there you go. That's that's what I think, man. It's just basically, I, I don't even know what, is that from the bottom of a bong or what the fuck is that? You know what that uh, is? That's when you take your bong out and you pour it through a coffee filter. Yep, I've been young and done. You've been doing before. a very good job on this episode, um, just sneakily sliding in your, uh, your, your feelings for the virus. Oh, everything's good. <laughs> everything's good. Ordering online by The Real Fly High 89. And it just says, living in Prohibition land and the grocery store is two hours away. And, oh, and they never heard a recharge. And it's this guy, 
I believe I know who this guy is just because he was explained to me. It's a guy like looking like he's going to cry and then he starts to cry. And I believe that's from one of those shows. Can't remember who was telling me about it, but like where you get the the bride that you've never seen, you know, or whatever. You you get a 90 day fiance or something like that. And it was like before he married the chick, and then it's after <laughs> he married the chick. <laughs> Actually, remember I seen David Lee Roth recently on TV and he's talking about the three rings of marriage. You ever hear him? You no. Know, the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffering. <laughs> no, the come suffering on. ring. Remember David Lee Roth? He was the best. He would just say yeah. shit like that, man. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I got, dig, man. I dig on Van Halen. You get any, anybody going to get a grinder today? You think? Uh, you know what? Let's see, man. Let's see. You know, I have no idea who I already gave one to, man. I will I know. Give we got to make a master grinder list. I will give one to Sherlock because I know him. He's a badass. And goddamn, it's it's very, very accurate. Sherlock, hit me up, man. I got a DGC grinder for you. Go on the contact on the homepage. Put grinder in the subject line. Yes. Check it out. Yes. All right. I got something for social media for you. So I tried to buy. I was trying to learn, you know, whatever, a packaging machine for recharge. So I'm learning about them. I'd be Googling them. And you know how Google kind of targets you with other ads? So I yeah. go on YouTube and they fired this up for me. So just check this out, man. <laughs> We're looking at a, like hot, a hot dog, dog machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of soothing when I first started to watch this. It pulled me into it for a while to seeing this go and the, the music to it is fabulous. And then <laughs> it goes into like, yeah, all kinds of uh, crazy automation with machines that they make these things. But you got what else do you have here? I mean, like the hot dog kind of, I don't know. It's just fun. They're getting flinging hot dogs at like 100 freaking hot dogs. Uh, now, it's got to be like four or 500 hot dogs a minute, man. That thing is crazy. But then it goes to the sandwich, the, the gas station sandwich machine, you know, or factory. <laughs> oh, my God. This is depressing from the start, man. From seeing the loaf of bread go on the uh, slicer, it's depressing. Oh, all the way down. Oh, we can let it play while we do the shout outs. That I didn't know they still had people applying the meat and cheese. I mean, how long do you have to do that shift? Like, do you get off every... 30 minutes to get a five minute break because eventually know. you're going to go crazy. 100% crazy. Yes. Well, you apply the meat to the left hand of the sub, the left part of the sandwich uh, till like noon. And then you go apply it to the right half of the sandwich after that. Or you, you just that? look at those dangerous cutting devices and you're like, one day I'm just going to let it take the tip off <laughs> uh-huh. so I can get out of here, sue them, get my comp. Oh, shit, man. I tell you what, after that, though, it showed me the Ford Silverado plant in Wayne, Indiana. And you were to talk about a fucking cool place to work, man. All these devices where they bring things over, like you carry in a shock absorber and it should be like a couple hundred pounds. But it's on this kind of device, man, that knows exactly where you're going, brings it exactly where you want to be. That was fucking impressive, man. I know the humans don't even Chevy. have to be there, but Chevy, they're just sorry. still allowing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Let's do some shout-outs. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. What do you got? Okay, I'll start it with Dr. Dendro and C. Roach. The Lobster Man Jameson and SoCal Grow Pal. <laughs> I got Marty McHigh. And wow, Gronk listens to this show, man. Shout-out to you, <laughs> brother. I always like Gronk a little bit better than Hernandez, and so now I know why. <laughs> We got Polly Diesel and Stony McGee. What's up? All right. Don't forget about Organic Oki. Yeah. Oklahoma strong, I can only assume. And stay higher, my friends. Peace out until next time. And uh, yeah, don't forget to go out in nature. Enjoy. Absolutely.
Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah Big man, catch you riding high Oh, we gonna lock you in a cage No, if you wonder why he hates the dank Just look at how he's being paid Now, don't lock up me for smoking weed I ain't done nothing wrong